Billy here. Welcome to 20 Minutes or So with a series of conversations recorded throughout the 2020 and 2021 lockdowns. Today, it's 20 Minutes or So with the legendary TV presenter and BAFTA award winner, Gail Porter. Hello, that's a very kind, lovely introduction. Thank you very much. Not at all. It's, it's amazing to have you on the show. Obviously, as I mentioned, we'll come on to Islington Radio uh, shortly. But how are you doing? How are you? How's Pickles the cat? Tell us everything. Well, Pickles was actually up here two seconds ago having a wee sniff around and then she's gone down to chill out now. She's great. Yeah, it's really tragic that people just ask me about me, then the cat. I just think, you, know what, you all know I live on my own with a cat, okay? Everyone knows it. So, yeah, no, I'm good. It's, it's kind of nice. It's sunny today and um, I'm not going to mention the football, but <laughs> um, I'm Scottish, so do you know what you... Uh, I live in England, so and I like it. How about that? There you go. I've covered all bases. <laughs> I was going to say we're recording this the, the morning after or the day after the the final of the Euros, which was, you know, a lovely sporting occasion for everyone involved. Uh, do you just find yourself not discussing it in England, or do you, are you fully out there going, "Come on, Italy," you know, no, do it for I the just Scots? I don't really discuss it, to be honest with you. Do you know, it's nice when you see the players and everyone's worked so hard. And what upset me this morning was, because I live near Wembley, and what upset me this morning was the behaviour. I was in town and just outside of Leicester Square yesterday as well, and it was just appalling. And it was just, I was embarrassed for them. I was just like, do you know what? There's so many lovely people that just want to watch a nice game. And, you know, there was families wandering around and there was these youths being, or it wasn't just youths, it was all sorts of people just behaving in the most atrocious manner. And I was actually, you know, I got scared. I just went to get home. But anyway, besides from that, I don't talk about the football. I just wish the fans would all act appropriately. Mm. And here ends the circle from your mother. <laughs> oh, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I mean, even when the TV cameras focus on some, like, overweight... English man in, you know, their 60s with tattoos all over them and a belly out here, why not just focus on the nice people that represent English football? Because that's that's yeah. the minority. That is the minority. And... It doesn't make a story, though, does it? They want the oh, story. I saw the man that was naked, and I swear to God, if I was him, I would have kept that covered. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Embarrassing. And then there was another one with a firework up his bottom. Are you just saying... God, their moms must be so good. It angers me. This is not English football. But however, saying that, the team have represented an you know an amazing array of topics. Uh, you know that should have been far before now, and I think they're a credit to the country. So aside from the appalling behaviour, totally with you on that. Uh, so let's move on from from that. Obviously, okay. the, that has formed part of the pandemic, uh, and you know, most of it was great. So let's talk about the rest of it. You've been keeping pretty busy. Obviously, you've, you've joined Islington Radio. Uh, we'll talk about your show in a little bit. You've learned French, is that true? And you've written a book. <laughs> no, what I did, yeah, I've written a book. But the French bit, no, what I did was I was like, right, I really need to do something, you know, improve my, you know, you know, my education and I'm going to learn French. And I got as far as uh, Le Chat and I was like, oh, that's a cat. <laughs> and then I stopped using the app. I was oh. like, I can see the cat. I'm all, yeah. No, I attempted it. But you know what? I've got, um, it took me so long to write. I've been writing this book for about four years because I keep like, everything changes and then I get angry with myself and then I don't think it's good enough and then the pandemic happened and I thought well actually this is even better story because it sort of like 
incorporates a whole thing that we never thought would happen in our lifetime. So then I changed it again. So yeah, it's with a publishing agent now. I'm just like, get rid of it, go away from me. Because I'll just keep changing it. I set fire to a few pages and chucked out the window. So um, that didn't go down <laughs> too much for the neighbours. I was like, sorry. Um, and then I've, I've, I've put it in the bin and then I've got up in the middle of the night going, oh, no, I need to go and rake through the bin. So I look like a homeless person again. And I was like, oh, no. And yeah. I just, I've got, I don't have a proper mind, to be honest with you. I think, yeah, get rid of that. And suddenly, <laughs> in the room, I actually want that. That'll make sense now. I attempted to read through it yesterday, and I was, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, no wonder I've got sections. But um, yeah, so it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I should say, most people can't get sixteen months into the pandemic and say that they won a BAFTA while they were in lockdown. I mean, that must have been pretty special. That was. Yeah. The- thing ever because I got the phone call and they said um you're up for a BAFTA and I was like yeah I thought it was a joke and um <laughs> then I thought oh the BAFTAs you see them all getting dressed up and stuff and I was like oh yeah we can't do that because it's a pandemic so I said how, how do you watch the BAFTAs and they said oh, you just have to watch it online so I phoned up a friend of mine Emma and we agreed to meet in town because they were going to show it on on the on my laptop, but not just for me, obviously, for everybody that's involved in BAFTAs. And so we went to Balance in London in Old Compton Street, one of my favourite places. And um, I just went downstairs to use the loo. And then by the time I came back, everyone was going, oh my God, not only is there no ceremony, you just about missed it online because you went for a pee. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but I've still never seen it. It never got delivered. Wow. Wow. They said, because of the pandemic, they couldn't send it, which I thought was a bit weird because I've spent a lot of money online buying crap that I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> like us all. Uh, new parcel every day. Uh, well, hopefully it'll be with you soon. I mean, congratulations. What an achievement. What an achievement. So moving on to the next question, tell us about the Islington radio show hosted by the BAFTA award-winning Gail Porter. Oh, like, there you go. The cat's come. Amazing. <laughs> Hello, Pickles. Um, yeah, that was so lovely. The lovely Tom Bright um, asked me if I'd like to do a show. Unfortunately, I've not been in so often at the moment just because it's been crazy busy. But yeah, it's just me and Tom in a studio and we just literally laugh most of the time and play lots of... Tom's really good at playing new music, whereas I stick to my old, you know, I want an old track, I want a bit of Blondie in there, I want some Prince, I want some, you know, Prodigy, stuff like that. Whereas Tom will introduce me, sorry, that's my cat's tail. <laughs> Pickles, either be in it or don't be in it. There is no in-between. Oh my God, I sound like Yoda. Come here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's great fun. Um, but, I've, yeah, I've missed him because I've not seen him. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just good fun. I get to play whatever I fancy. But, yeah, Tom keeps me in the loop with all the new music and uh, the new bands and everything. But I think the reason I keep going old school is because I used to, like, listen to new bands when I was 20. And then when I listen to the new ones now, I remind myself I'm 50. <laughs> and I don't feel as cool anymore. So at least if I play something random by Fleetwood Mac, I feel like I'm a teenager. Um, Gail, we've been trying to arrange this chat for a while now. Be- but simply because you're, you're so busy, tell us why. What, what have you been doing? Can you tell us? Uh, I can tell you bits and pieces, yeah. I've been up in Scotland quite a lot. Um, there's a few personal bits and pieces I had to do. And also I'm doing a voiceover for a new... Um, uh, there was a programme called Inside the Zoo and mm. it's all about Edinburgh Zoo and the Scottish Wildlife Park. So I'm doing the new series of that at the moment. So we're recording that. 
And then I think I'm doing a new series for Discovery, fingers crossed. So there's been lots of touring and throwing. And yeah, I do lots of voices and I've just done a cartoon, which is now on Amazon um, called Lar Lar Land. So um, I do the narration for that. And obviously writing the book and it's just been, yeah, it's just been weirdly lovely and busy. And also I've got an 18 year old, so I have to, you know, if she says she's free, I'm so excited because you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, an old, I'm an old mom now. So it's just kind of, you know, if she wants to hang out with me, I just drop everything and hang out with her daughter. <laughs> She's going to head off to uni and I'll miss her like crazy. So any opportunity that she says, mom, I'm free. I'm just like, okay, we have an afternoon off and mom's going to come and do something fun. <laughs> That's so fun. Oh my gosh, you got a boyfriend. No, he's absolutely adorable. But um, yes, it's all kinds of like, you know, 18 boyfriends. Yeah, and she's got two jobs. So she's working like crazy as well. She's got a really good work ethic. So um, yeah, that's kind of all I've been up to. What about you guys? How's it all been going for you? (laughs) Oh, well, I mean, we've just been busy doing what we do, you know, releasing our new podcast. Very exciting. So you should go away and listen to that. Uh, But not enough (laughs) for us. you me- you mentioned the things you're doing now, but in the past you've done like Top of the Pops, Big Breakfast. You've been involved with some of the like most iconic t- pop culture TV shows of all t- time. Like you must have seen some amazing things. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I have some amazing things. Yeah, no, do you know what? I didn't. I realised from day one how lucky I was because it wasn't intended. I was kind of, you know, I was a runner. I worked for free. Um, I was literally like babysitting people's kids or waiting for the gas man, but, you know, in TV production companies. I, I, but you just did it because you just wanted to get in there and, and start. I just wanted to work behind the scenes. And um, for whatever reason, I ended up in children's, I got, um, I think Fully Booked was one of my first, there was Scottish television before that, and then Fully Booked was a big one on BBC. And uh, that was a morning programme, like a two and a half hour thing, where you're just running around having fun. And then it just sort of kept going, which was amazing. There was not, like, when they got the phone call about Top of the Pops, <laughs> I was just like, I remember watching this when I was tiny, and I used to have, like, Madonna gloves on, you know, the fingerless gloves, and I'd be dancing with a hairbrush, ironically, but um, <laughs> dancing around the front room, and then suddenly they're going, would you like to present it? Like, hang on two seconds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! But, but I did have to have a box though because I was I was so short. I'm five foot one, and um, the children were bigger than me in the audience. So I had a box that they had to carry around, so I'd stand on it so I could see over the <laughs> over the kids. Wow. Living the dream, living the dream. Well, I never. I presumably that was never on camera. The box, or was it? I don't know. They just no. you just <laughs> like being a wee bit taller or, or in line with the children's heads, and then they take the box, and then I go way down, and I'd have to like scurry through the crowds, and then they put the box back, and I would jump on the box and go, "Hi, please welcome." <laughs> but I guess being the presenter, you know, at gigs, if, <laughs> presumably if you go into a lot of gig venues and you're five foot one it's and it's a standing venue it's kind of a bit frustrating but being the presenter of top of the pops i guess you get a little bit of priority access at the front <laughs> yeah exactly so you've got some lovely lovely guys just walking around with you and just making sure that you've got your box at the right place <laughs> 
I must admit, being small when you're at a big gig, it can be frustrating, but if you burrow down far enough and then you just like scurry right to the front, you get to the front. So I did that at a Green Day gig once. Um, I got to the very front and the guy was just like, you know, when they pick you up and they do that thing, the crowd surfing thing. So they did that and then they pushed me right to the front and then I ended up over the barrier thing and the security man went to me, scale post, isn't it? I went, no. No. <laughs> you think you would have learned by now get back i had to do the walk of shame right to the back of the old no yes and i was like you've got to be kidding me so i just did it again went right down to the front he's like you have no laugh it's gonna go on endlessly i'll just keep doing it so just let me at the front you just left me <laughs> just what? go over the barrier scale. you're too old <laughs> <laughs> you what what, what would have happened if you just said yes though would he have just been like oh great stay there <laughs> no, probably not. He knew exactly. He knew because he worked with me on top of the pops as a security guy. So uh, he, you know, he was just going to issue. And I was like, no, definitely it's not me whatsoever. <laughs> and when you say it's not me, yeah, you've kind of given the game up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you mentioned earlier you're a martial artist. You've got a black belt in karate. If I was a security guard, I'd be like, yeah, just you, you do you. You do you. <laughs> He's about four times the height of me. So, mind you, you know, Bruce Lee was kind of tiny. So, you know, we, we are quite good, us small folk. But, yeah, it was a bit too too much. And I thought, okay, I'll do the walk of shame. Then I'll come back and I'll just start again. It's no problem. Speaking of um, uh, karate, mixed martial arts, karate? It is karate, is it? I did. I did. I've got second down in karate. And I've got, sorry, it's my neighbour. And I've got a second down in kickboxing. So wow. I'm very friendly. Wow. And has that kept you active? Have you been doing it during lockdown? I presume it's been a little bit tough to get out and do it because everywhere has been shut, but is it now emerging again? No, I've been kind of doing a bit running, hit classes and stuff. My knees are, you know, short. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm too, I do, I do enjoy it. I do like my boxing classes and I love, you know, any sort of stuff that you're in a gym doing, but I'm too old to start a fight. Or am I? No, I, I, I like keeping fit, but yeah, it took it's it can take its toll on your body. Kind of a bit of kickboxing and stuff. I right. ripped my hamstring a while back, and yeah, it's quite painful. So thing I'm good at. So I'll just keep. Well, I think I'm good at that. But I'm so sorry about my cat's tail. How does pickles interact when you, when you're if you're like practicing in the in your house? Oh, is pickles nice. there like? I'm yeah. running for the hills. I'm not going near that. <laughs> well, she literally, if I'm doing any sort of exercise, she'll either, you know, if I'm planking, she'll be underneath me. If I'm doing some sort of, you know, hit class, she'll just be running alongside me. And she doesn't understand what's going on. She just thinks I've gone mad in the house. So I'm trying to explain to her. I don't even know why I talk to her because she's a cat. But I go, do you know what? I'm just doing some exercise, okay? And then she doesn't say anything, surprisingly. But she just keeps following me and running around. Don't you, you crazy cat? Uh, talking to pets is not crazy. We've got a dog and she, she's just a little morale booster, to be honest with you. So totally, totally with you on that. Uh, you did mention, sorry. You don't answer back. Exactly, exactly. And they're happy, like regardless of the situation, or they're consistently happy. You know, if you've had yeah. a bad day, they don't care. They'll come up to you to greet you, you know. If you've had a good day, they'll do the same. They're just the best. And also they, they do know if you've had a bad day. I had mm. a bad day weeks back and my cat did not leave my side at any point like literally didn't leave me and she was just like on my shoulder and she just knew that it was not a great day for me so um yeah she's like oh those guys look fun we'll leave you to it <laughs> slash 
get a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you did mention um, the festival, 6th of August to the 15th, I believe, Fringe by the Sea. Fringe by the Sea, well done. You just like you Googled that quickly, didn't you? Well Not a, actually, it was there before, Gail. It was there before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm loving your work. Loving your work. <laughs> uh, um, so you're going to be introducing artists, speaking to people. What, what sort of thing are you going to be doing there? I'm going to be getting interviewed um, by... Um, there's a magazine called The Flock Magazine, so um, there's um, a lady that's going to interview me on the main stage, I think, on the, the Friday. The Friday it starts at half past two in the afternoon. I don't know what the names of the stages are, but you know what? Have you ever been to North Berwick? I haven't. I'd... Patrick, you I actually very... Have you, Patrick? I've been, I've been in a lot of Scotland recently. I've spent a lot of my time north of the border, but I don't think I went to North Berwick. I don't think. North Berwick is 30 minutes um, away from Edinburgh. So it's nice. So I can get home to Edinburgh, see my mates. And then most of my mates are coming to the the, um, the North Berwick Festival anyway. So, yeah, as I see, Irvin Welsh is going to be getting interviewed and doing a talk. I'm getting interviewed, doing a talk. We've got Basement Jacks on the Friday night, Huey Morgan. We've got, I mean, the, that's Lulu. It just, yeah, it's just bonkers and fun. And, you know, after being indoors practically for the past year and a bit, it's just going to be so exciting. And by the sea, it's such a beautiful place, North Berwick. And um, good ice cream. And, uh, yeah, I'm getting to stay in a wee hotel there. So I can't wait. I'm so excited. Anything that involves Lulu, you know, it's going to be... Oh, it's going Fun. to be a and just <laughs> iconic. Just that. Oh, lovely. I've met her a couple of times through different gigs that we've been at, and she's always been an absolute sweetheart. And Huey Morgan, I've, I've known him for a long time, so I can't wait to see him. I think he's doing something on his own. I don't think it's the fun loving criminals. I think it's just Huey. So that will be fun. And I mean, there's a whole more other bunch of people that are going to be there, but I can't remember offhand. So. Amazing. Well, look, Gail, thank you so much for taking time out of your incredibly busy schedule, as we've learned. You're just non-stop. Um, we will see you very soon at the Islington Radio Pub, the Archway Tavern. I hope that we can yeah, find we time to make a thing happen. Are we having a party? We need to have a big party. I think I there's think a party in the works. Tom was talking about having a party, and I thought that would be so much fun to actually mm. meet everybody, that we're all in the same radio station together. Absolutely. Yeah, we're gonna. Well, that party's gonna happen, and between now and then, thank you so much. And uh, we'll be listening and hearing and watching and seeing and doing everything that you do. It's just amazing. So thank you. You don't want to be doing everything that I do, but thanks anyway. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to another one of our twenty-minute or so with conversations. If you want to hear more from me and Patrick, then you can listen to our show on Islington Radio. Just head to mixcloud.com forward slash Islington Radio. If you want to get in touch, we're Billy D Paddy T on Instagram or Billy D Paddy T at gmail.com. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. It was presented and produced by Billy Draper and Patrick Thomas. The music was by Cambo.